It is good to be back. The microphone was feeling a little cold. Nice to warm it back up. Hot mic! <laughs> and what a fun uh, fun category we have today. Very, very timely. We're trying to get better at that. I think we've got a very timely pick. What do you think, JT? Uh, I would say it's the mother of all timely picks. Hmm... That's very, uh, you know, I got nothing on the dad joke spectrum right now. I got nothing. (laughs) So good on you. Yeah, moms. What's up? Uh, It is Mother's Day weekend. And so we thought uh, there was no reason not to lean into moms. Uh, Sounds weird, although it's not, but it sounded weird. As I said it, I was like, this sounds weird. I don't think it is, but it does sound weird. My mom would just fall over if I tried leaning on her. (laughs) Oh, it's because she's so little. I know. But she's sweet. Oh, the sweetest. All right, moms. So, moms, this whole episode's for you. So, for all the mom who is listening to this episode, (laughs) and all the ones who aren't, we love you wherever you are. We do. And now we're going to talk about movies. Yeah, and the goal of this one was moms and movies, like moms you wanted. So, we're doing good moms. In, In thinking about this, I have now realized that we have to do a bad moms episode. We have to do a good moms in TV episode, a bad moms in TV episode. Like, this is a whole thing. Um, and I actually think we might have picked the hardest one unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. You start to realize, like, oh, like, again, one I think we referenced very confidently and will not come up, I think, possibly today at all, since we both think she was terrible, was the Home Alone mom. Yeah, she's the worst. The worst. But when you think about, like, iconic moms in movies, you get, like, that comes up pretty quick. There's there's some other there's some other stuff that comes into mind fast, and you're like, no, but I want the good ones, right? Like, there was a while where I was like, is there any way we could have, like, Mrs. Robinson in here? And it's like, no, not so much. No, it's another one of those things where basically until I think, like, the 2000s-ish, like, if mom was a character, she either didn't matter much or was terrible. <laughs> like, like there's just, again, it wasn't, like, females just were not represented well. And there's a couple, like, there's a couple here and there that, like, sort of jumped out where I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's, the, but, like, it is sparse. Versus like the horrible lady that that you know is the villain and for the hero story, there's a number of those. As it turns out, quite a few. A couple. There's a couple. Yeah. They, they either play that role or they tend to be uh, the the um, the the naysayer on something kind of role. The, yep. Yeah, that trope is a little also done. So let's talk about the good ones. Let's do it. So we're going to start with our Shawshank. So the Shawshank, for those of you not aware, is the quintessential of the category. So Jeremy, do you believe, and I think you go first this week. I feel very confident about that. Am I right? You're right. Yeah, good for me. I I felt I was like 95% this week. So Jeremy, do you have a Shawshank of the category? Nah. I don't. I I had one that sort of I toyed with a little bit, but I decided that because it's just a different episode, I wanted to talk through all of mine this week. So I didn't have anything that was just gr- like like uh, outstandingly the best. Do you? 
I don't know. So I do, but I don't love it. But I don't know. I don't think. I, I think if you go Shawshank, you go full shank, Shawshank or no Shawshank. I, I can't. I don't think you can go half Shawshank. I don't think I can Shawshank it then. I kind of, but it's also weird because it's like not a top five movie. I don't know. I'm just not going to do it. No, no Shawshank. Let's just roll. All right. As you all can hear, we are very well prepared <laughs> at all times for every moment of our chatter. So I will go first. Uh, this week's uh, five words theme, I'm, I'm back to doing more creative stuff. So I, I loosely describe the mom. Okay. As much as I could, sort of. You'll see. We'll see how we do with this. I'm going to start with caretaking mom confronts rude principal. Caretaking mom confronts rude principal. So is this a high school movie? Yes, it is. Caretaking mom running through all of the high school movies I can think of from the 80s. (laughs) Um, how, how did you know it's from the 80s? <laughs> Just because my Gen X mind always goes there? Yeah, I. so I don't know. This is It's not jumping out at me. The movie, the, the character is Katie Bueller. Ferris Bueller's mom. Oh, who's so sweet and gives him the kiss. She's so sweet. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's why I like her as a mom. Here we go. She's very sweet and nurturing. So she's clearly filling Ferris with quite a bit of self-esteem, as we know. Quite a bit. But also, you know, he knows his mom's there to take care of him. And, like, you can tell that when he's going to actually be sick, she seems, like, pretty good right about there. Right? And then I like that she confronts the principal when the principal's being, you know, all Ed Rooney on her. Yeah. And at the same time, though, doesn't fully... Like, stands up for her kid, but at the same time doesn't fully trust because we know teenagers and their shenanigans, so goes to check. You know, so I think that's a right, healthy balance. That's the kind of mom I want. She's, she's you know, she's hearing maybe I'm getting myself into some trouble. She should just double check and she can trust young Ferris, which you can't, but that's not her fault. That's right. That's right. Not her problem, not her fault. Yeah. Like... I think if I were to open my do- my kid's door and see my kid seeming asleep and a and a mild snoring sound, I too would be fooled by the stereo crash test dummy string and other Rube Goldberg mechanics that Ferris <laughs> used that that fine day. Yeah. So not a lot of screen time in the movie, you know. I didn't, I, you know, and that was okay with me. I, I, I it, by the way, weirdly, first one I wrote down. I don't even know why it popped in my head. There was something about when you you kind of re- redefined the categories, not just like cool moms and movies, but like moms you'd want to have. Yep. And I don't know. I was instantly like, I'd want Ferris's mom. She's good. I like it. She, I like it. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, your kid goes off to live a life of crime, as we all know. Right, right, right. Kind Destroys property life. left and right. Ruins the print, the parade. Yeah. Well, did he ruin you know, it? I'm just kidding. No, he made it awesome. He made it awesome. But... Uh, you got to wonder, what were they going to do instead of Twist and Shout? <laughs> you know, that's what one of my greatest, like, pending movie questions is, what was the plan? Right. Like, what was the plan? Like, because that wasn't it. So what was, what were you going to do? Because it, it was a whole thing. There was a whole thing happening. It, it would be fun to, like, horribly retcon all of these. So what actually happened is there was someone supposed to go on stage 
Ferris had a bottle of chloroform, knocked that person out, right. hit him under the float right. in a secret compartment, and uh, took the stage. Perfect. I love that. That's the version we're going with. There we are. What's next? Okay, I'm going to go with my sort of, I think, the easiest one. Uh, I am back to my regular, because I have not done my regular thing in, I think, three weeks. So I've decided that I'm going to go back to my, like, trying to get you the name of the movie by giving you kind of clues. Lots of idiot trees. Many. Plenty. Lots of it. So wait, that's the, that is the title in another, that is another phrasing. Idiot trees. Idiot. It's an idiot tree. I, I like those five words so much. I don't know if it's helpful, but it may be. Lots. So idiot tree. Idiot. What a stump, uh, um, birch, pine, uh, forest, forest gump. Yeah. What? Why is it lots of? Is that what gump means or something? Well, a forest is lots of trees, and a gump is a slower idiot person. So ah, nice, nice. Yeah. I uh, I have Mama Gump in my Fast Five. So uh, take take the take the stage. So listen, Sally Field again, not on screen a lot. Uh, young Forest and older Forest, as it turns out, has uh, you know a unique perspective and view on life, and she is just the best. She lets him be him. She protects him to the extent that she can, but she also allows him to go do all this crazy stuff. Right, like she let him go to war and let him go to college, and she encouraged him, and you know she protected him from the violence that was happening to Jenny. And she found a way to get the braces for his legs so that he could, you know, run for his run and had all these loving people around this big, beautiful house that she managed to keep up herself and work her, you know, work her, her bones to the ground. I mean, I don't know, man. She's just like a she's a she's a real tough lady with a kid who probably required more than the normal amount of attention. And uh, by all accounts, she seemed to do it well on every side, every, like She's not in the film a lot, but like when you think about a Forrest Gump-like character and the best possible outcome for him as an adult, uh, nailed it. Like I think she couldn't have done better and good for her. Also, Sally Field just looks like the sweetest lady ever. It is a, a, a great pick. It's, it's funny. I don't remember how many years apart this and Mrs. Doubtfire are. Because right. here she's a great mom and Doubtfire she's a terrible mom. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And I like the pick too. Also, you know, you really think about it, and per the movie, Forrest lives quite a life. And again, nature nurtures. She's got to take at least half credit for all that. It's yeah. I mean, literally, if you like zoom out of that movie and go, okay, when you have a kid that has that many challenges in front of him, like what's the best possible outcome? Like how how good, right? Like how fulfilled can his life be? And how do you make sure you're setting him up for that? And she crushed it. <laughs> like right. that dude's life is amazing by every standard, not by any of the things that were in front of him. Like he finds love and joy and creates a movement. I mean, dude, nuts, nuts. She's the best. And he runs, he just runs runs. and then he stops. Where, no, not to be spoilers, but whatever. Where in the movie does she die? Do you remember? It's like towards the end. It's like it's toward it's towards the end because it's it's uh, it's before the Haley Joel Osment part, but it's bef- it's not not long 
after that. Because I think that's when he finds out Lieutenant Dan got married because he comes to the funeral. Right. That's right. And it, it, it's, it would be interesting because, you know, there's no point where she doesn't like, does she believe all the stuff that's happening to her son? Like when he comes home, it's like, I played ping pong in China and I met Nixon and I did this and I did that. Do you think, do you think she thinks he's just making up stories? I mean, well, the Nixon thing happened on live TV, so she knows that happened. <laughs> but, you know, it never really addressed. She, there's not a scene where she's like, you know, Forrest. You did it. You're, you're, you're way to go, bud. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Nice, nice, nice job out there. <laughs> you're really doing go it. Go get them shrimp. Look yeah. at you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep running. All right. Uh, next up. Again, I don't know how great my clues are. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with. Here's what I wrote. Mom hires nanny, teaches suffrage. All right, so we're talking about the mom, not the nanny, though, right? Correct. Mom hires a nanny and teaches suffrage. Suffrage has got to be a really big clue that I'm just not catching on right now. It's, right. uh, it's the word for women's rights, not suffering, suffrage. No, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like this, that, like that's got to be the, the giver away or that I'm just like blacking out on. Uh, it, it's, it's sort of the sign that this is one of the, my movies, not one of yours is sort of what that is. And it is one of my movies and you've referenced it as such on this cast before. And we've talked about this movie at least a couple of times. Okay. I'm, I'm in my head now. What is it? This would be Winifred Banks. From Mary Poppins. Okay, so what's funny is I really felt like you were going to have Mary Poppins, which is why I asked. It's about the mom, right? Not about the nanny. Okay. But it's a good nanny. because for, uh, Sorry, good mom. Because first of all, again, the movie's dated. It's not even set in close to modern times. It's set like way, way back, right? And, and this rich family, dad's a banker, very formal. You have a nanny in the world. Like, there's, like you can't criticize her because she's not hiring a nanny or whatever like that's just the world she's in right so in that context in that context as the wife of a banker what are the things she does she finds a nanny who i mean she doesn't really find mary poppins mary poppins finds them and all but at the same time is very quick to appreciate like that she's there for the kids and really looking out for them and 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 has them doing their chores and doing all that stuff and not being like a hostile presence we also see her defending Mary Poppins to the father, knowing she knowing that, that she's doing the right things by her children. And because she's so involved in women's rights, she's setting a great role model for her kids that the world's, you know, changing. And she's, you know, by being part of the suffragette movement, that she she herself, she's not just talking a good game, she's not just tweeting. She's actually going out and marching and organizing protests and stuff. And I think that's the kind of mom, you know, kids in that era really needed was someone who's got a little bit of sense of their selves, right? Kids aren't just to work. I mean, not like nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So I will take Mama Banks, even though obviously Mary Poppins is again the center of that movie. She, uh, I think Mama Banks deserves some credit for being a good mom. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, I'm going to go in a very weird route here. Um, And I'm almost going to say I want to get this one out of the way, but I'm going to do it. So my five words are outdoor advertisements near city, nowhere. 
I'm guessing this is that three billboards, Billings. Is it Billings? Outside yeah, so of Billings? So three Ebbing. Bill, yeah, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, this is also on that list of everybody says it's great and I'm probably never going to watch it because it's just going to make me feel terrible, right? Should, uh, yeah, you shouldn't see it. Okay. Um, so Francis McDormand is Mildred, who is actively in the most aggressive manner possible trying to find the killer of her daughter. And uh, super, super, super powerful movie, beautifully shot, some incredible performances. Sam Rockwell crushed in this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Frances McDormand's a monster. Like Anything she does is always going to be really good. And in a way, right, like, you know, once you're a mom, you're a mom forever. And like this kind of like almost borderline vigilante justice is kind of dope. It's like, <laughs> like it is like, it's like, you know, like there's a part of you throughout the entire thing. This isn't a spoiler where you're just like, this poor woman needs like help. Like someone needs to help her. Um, but then there's also this other part of you that's like, like, especially once you become a parent, you're like, no, nope, she's right. <laughs> like, like she's right. Everything she's doing is right. I like everything she's doing. I don't, and she is completely not unaware does not care, couldn't be less interested in everyone else's opinion of her actions. She's like, this is the thing that I am going to do until it's finished. And that kind of like passion and love and persistence and all that stuff. I'm sure like all of us as parents, like she had moments where she like looks back and was like, oh my God, I wish I had done that differently. And I cannot imagine what that's like if you don't have the opportunity to do it again. But I can a hundred percent put myself right in her shoes where it's like, now that I have been stolen the opportunity to do that, this is my next move. And boy, is it convincing? Like it's a, it is a really, really, really striking film. And you know, love's not always pretty. Sometimes it's like, sometimes it's gross and hard and ugly and brutal. And this is a version of that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, definitely not seeing it. Nope, and, you should. Uh, you hate it. And, and and also channeling right now. This we we easily could have done the best and worst moms in the same episode, like five best, five worst. Probably. I because uh, all I'm thinking about while you were saying that for no reason because it wasn't correlated to what you were saying was did you see I Tanya yet? I still haven't. No. Oh, because C J Craig plays the mom amazingly well. She's great. She's great. So and and not a great mom. Right. Fair. <laughs> But yeah, gen- generally speaking, in some form of sports and or overcoming adversity movie, the mom's probably also the one that's creating the adversity. Correct. That's right. Right. Probably. Unfortunately for moms everywhere. So coming up next, I will give you Weird Spooky Fun Time Mom. Weird Spooky Fun Time Mom? Morticia Adams? Morticia Adams. It's a good one. This, I had this in, in like my Fast Five. She's great. <laughs> Absolutely great. First of all, again, you know, if you're if you're not if we're going to assume that it's not actually a world of magic and whatnot, then what she's doing is clearly reinforcing family traditions to her children and the things that are important and rituals per se. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of rituals, and she's just wonderful, absolutely yeah. wonderful. And I, I don't even know what else to say with this one because, like. Who wouldn't want Morticia? I mean, again, in if you're if you're on the 
if you're a creepy fun time person, then then she's the best. If you're if you're not, don't you kind of want to be? Like I don't know. It just seems like it'd be awesome. Yeah, she. I think even if you're not a creepy fun time person, there's something very just enigmatic and lovely about her and Raul Julia also in that in that role. Like they're just so. They're amazing. Yeah, like that's a fun house. That's a super fun house. Yeah. Those kids are growing up having had a good time. They had a great time. So many stories. They're going to be super interesting adults, which is totally a cool thing to do as a parent. Like just make interesting adults. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's fun. I love that pick. That's a great pick. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. What's next for you? All right. I'm going to go in like a weird direction. Uh, Kids Tale. Trace. I'm guessing it's, oh, it's not Toy Story 3. It is. Yep. All right, Toy Story 3. Andy's mom. Andy's mom. Toy. So I saw this one like a year or two ago. I'm. Is she does, is she pivotal to the why don't you play with your toys one last time? So, so here's why. I have a hot take on Andy, which is maybe a little bit disparaging and I don't know, maybe – a bunch of Disney Pixar people come for me, but like, so Sid, oh, next, gonna. yeah. So Sid next door is a nightmare and we all know that. Yeah. And, he, and he winds up picking up garbage cause he's in one of the other movies and whatever. So we all like, we get that. Right. Yeah. That said, um, I think Andy might be a little bit of a nerd. I, I don't think Andy is not bad. That's not a bad thing, by the way, like nerd can be a good sure. thing, but like, yeah. You know, he's hanging on to some stuff. And in the beginning of this one, he's got the whole, like, I don't want to get rid of my toys yet. I'm going to college. You know, mm. that's a, it's a kind of on the spectrum of the not the coolest thing to do. I'm not saying we all don't have things we hold on to. But right. bringing Woody to college would have been a bold choice in the college that I went to. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would it would definitely uh, leave an impression. Right, right. So with that said, I'm going to lean into Andy's mom's dope because Andy's mom is totally into Andy being Andy and like wants him to just be himself. And he clearly is like a super well-adjusted kid and his sister seems to be chill. And through the entirety of the thing, he's a super sensitive, sweet kid who gives his toys to Bonnie and he gets to like, bring this like you know what i mean like she clearly has done a very good job of letting him sort of be himself even if himself maybe was gonna be challenging in college maybe a little bit oh just for the first year at least so i kind of like in thinking about it got myself laughing where i'm like no i think andy's mom's like a dope mom because she totally was just like nah man you're you're weird and i like it and we're gonna let you be weird and, you know, play with your toys and figure it out and then be a good person. And it clearly worked because he is. And then, you know, Bonnie gets the toys and a whole other life for his, for his friends. And I think it's really sweet. And so I'm a big fan of parents who let their kids just really be themselves, even if they're like, oh, boy, that's going to hurt. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I, you know, I wish I could contribute more. I don't I just don't remember some of those nuances well enough. But I'm going to just go with it and be like, yeah, sounds right. It's a huge assumption on my part because she's in the movie for a total of like 19 seconds. Like it is a – it's Laurie Metcalf, by the way. But like it is a bit part. <laughs> like big That's time okay. bit part. But I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm – it's context clues. I'm using all these other context clues that are bringing me to the 
decision that I'm making, which is that she's dope. Fair enough. All right. Next up, my fourth pick will be she is literally a super mom. Oh, is this Elastigirl? Yeah. Yeah. So this is on my maybe top five list. So maybe I'll let you have this and I'll pick something else. That's a great pick. I love this. Helen Parr. So yeah, Hel- Helen Parr. And you know, she's an interesting pick because she's she's a bit more kind of real worldy. There's more dimensionality to her. She's not she she's she's a multi-note character. You know, she's looking out for the family as best she can, not always making the right decisions, but always showing she's there for the family. She's putting family first. She's trying to do the right thing. Try to protect the kids, protect the dad, protect yourself. Um, got a little little suspicious jump to conclusions vibe going on, but it comes from a good place. And fundamentally, if your mom's a superhero, that's cool. Yeah, that's true. Like she could almost be a terrible mom. Having a superhero for a mom is a is probably a pretty good life. Yeah, right. I totally agree. You are probably not getting bullied at school. I don't know. Violet looked like she was having a hard time through some of that movie, but I hear you. (laughs) Well, when she's done with her emo phase, she'll be fine. That's true. That's just the thing we all have to go through. I also, don't worry, Violet. I also had Junko jeans at one point in my life. We've all been there. (laughs) Pair of Doc Martens. Oh, sure. Blood on Concretes. Of course I did. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. Some big spiky Warhammer multi-arrow chaos symbol thing somewhere i had uh braids like yeah you did long braids yeah sorry sorry everybody (laughs) we'll accept them for now uh what do we have next uh so i'll go more sentimentality uh section that is unseen Take that section hidden, hidden part, hidden figures. Good, but no. There, by the way, two of them. That's were a movie, mom. and two of them were moms. <laughs> and, and I thought about it, but the mom part really had no real role in the movie. So, no, I never. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on the. It's on the list. Okay, oh, so one more time. Okay. It's section unseen. Section that is unseen. Section that is unseen. Uh, invisible, hidden, missing um, uh, section. What's a section? A piece, a block, a part. Uh, That's a tough one. Is it, can I get any other? Is there any other little, little, just a little nug of a clue? Um. So, let's see. I'm trying to football. Oh. Okay. Hey, I have, uh, I have, be- this is my pong. I have best voluntary mom for athletes. Yeah. So this is Leanne Tui or Sandra Bullock in the blind side. That's right. Blind side. So this is interesting. I'm adopted, right? So heartstrings, heartstrings, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and there's a lot of like actual really interesting sort of fodder about the real story of Michael Orr. And how much of this was positional versus love and all that fun stuff. So I want to note that because it is a thing that like if you're a sports nerd, like you might be familiar with. That said, the the Leanne Tui that's in this movie is the best. Like just like a woman who saw someone who was in need 
and without hesitation or question, took them in and gave them what they needed and, and provided for them and protected them and did all sorts of scary, scary things for her for the betterment of him and allowed him freedom and da, 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 all those things. The, this version of her is so good, like so good. And it's, uh, you know, I do think for me, obviously, like being adopted late in life, like there's definitely a lot of parallels here that I'm sure probably make this a little bit bigger for me than it probably should be. That said, I also think redefining what a mom is. And I like that they sort of did that here because there are movies around step parents and most of them suck. Like that's usually part of the like they're the antagonist. Like that's the thing. And so I really like, yeah, right. So like, I really like that this is not that. And that in the movie, regardless of what happened in real life, that they made a point that it wasn't about them or their alma mater or recruitment or anything like that. It was about a family that loved and took this kid in and who became a part of their family. And then off they went standing on the stage at the NFL draft, which actually did happen. So cool it's beautiful it's a beautiful story it's also just a really good that's a great popcorn movie like kid popcorn movie oh yeah like it's really good nice one yeah i had this in my pong because i again i felt that there were sort of some issues with it but you know that's why i had i thought i thought it from the voluntary i actually deliberately was like i want to have a stepmom in my list somewhere somehow yeah and so there you go all right my last one for my top five will be the Badass mom preps for doomsday. Uh, Terminator. Terminator 2. Terminator 2, yeah. That's good, yeah. Yeah, this was in my pond. Sarah Connor, I mean. Sure. Like, she now, now she is a little crazy and does end up in, like, the uh, mental asylum for a little while. And, sure. you know, the kid is, like, full-on juvie, you know. So... She's not like a perfect mom, but in the scenario where you know there's a there's a robot apocalypse coming, she's the mom you want. That's right. Yeah, I agree. Suburban life around LA, get good grades. She's not your mom. You don't want that. Nope. Sarah Connor, not the best. Not not your mom. She cannot help you understand the Pythagorean theorem any better than your dog, but. But you need to like load up a storage container full of full of semi-automatics to to take down Skynet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's she's the one to go to. Also, uh, her son like was one of the coolest looking as a kid watching that movie. I was like, that's the coolest looking kid I've ever seen. Like Edward Furlong in that movie looked so cool. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah, dude. But the swoopy hair and the Public Enemy shirt and the whole deal. Like that was like an iconic sort of like, okay, he's like riding motorcycles. Yeah, I'm, I am big, big into Sarah Connor, <laughs> like as a mom. Be Interesting. Crazy. Interesting. I found him a little whiny, but, uh, but I was way older at the time. Oh, no, no. As a character, he's fine. He just looked cool. Got it. Purely looked cool. He just looked like the time. Like if you were like, what did cool kids, quote unquote, cool kids look like in that era of time? John Connor, like that. These were the little punky, flannel wearing, baggy jean, public enemies, you know, 
Snickers stealing little pucks. Like that's what they all look like. It's actually kind of interesting that they nailed his looks quite as well as they did. Right. Cause in a way we look back at that time, like that's the birth of grunge and, and that's what like, that is ex- that that he's basically got sort of an avant-garde look for that age. Like, yeah, we were wearing that stuff in college at this point. Like, this is what flannels and again, like the Doc Martens and all that kind of look Seattle, is going yeah. on, right? And this kid's rocking it. He's what, like thirteen? How how old ever old he's supposed to be? Right. In so Cali too, not. like he's like out of right. like that's not what you're supposed to look like in California, right? Like that surf culture was already existing there, and my dude still looked like he just jumped out of a coffee shop in, in Seattle. Like it was a dope look. Yeah. Well, good job, Sarah Connor. Nailed it. Good good pick. All right, my last one is kind of similar in some ways to yours, which is I situationally one of the best moms. Silent Spot. Silent Spot. I'm going to guess it's Quiet Place, which I have not seen. Okay. So there's mm-hmm. a kid in that movie, I take it? There's- I know what it's roughly about. Okay, so these monsters, and if you make noise, they 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 can't see you unless you make noise, and then yep. they come and eat you or something. Sure, that's basically the plot. So Emily Blunt is Evelyn Abbott in this movie, and it was this, and I whatever. Now we're in Fast Five and Pong, so if I step on it, sorry, but like this and Bird Box were both kind of like right, same same to me, right? Which is like yeah. just crazy preparedness dealing with all kinds of trauma and heartache and whatever, and then still managing to come out the other side of it and keep their kids as safe as they possibly can. Uh, The reason I went with Emily Blunt instead of uh, Bullock in Bird Box is because in Bird Box, she names her kids boy and girl. And it's just a little too cold. I don't want a mom that can't (laughs) give me a name. Like I know you're not supposed to name things you kill like on a farm, but still it just doesn't feel good. Like, I'd like you to name me. So Evelyn Abbott and Emily Blunt's character, I don't want to ruin this movie for you. I know you don't really ever see scary movies, and this is, like, definitely a thriller. But, like, it's actually, it's so well done, I'm not going to spoil it. There are three scenes in particular where she is just the most B.A. person, like, on planet Earth in those moments. And then also has, like, this tender side to her, like, actually caring for her children in this, like, impossible world to exist in. So it felt like kind of like a yeah, and I don't want to ruin it because you should see this movie. You actually should see this. I plan to watch it. It's uh, it's my thing's mostly about gory more than any other thing. That's really my my number one thing to avoid in a movie. So mildly, there's not gore. There's like two or three scenes that are like graphic-ish. But it's not like a, watch. You, this is like, listen, Krasinski crushes this. It's really good. Like it's really right, like him right. and Peel are kind of at the same time. We're peaking in this sort of like genre. It's really good. By the way, we saw the, the longer preview for Nope last night. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what's going on in that movie. It's insane. That one's insane looking. I kind of want to see it, but I, I can't tell if it's like a th- action thriller or like another weird horror. Like it's unclear from the trailer what it was. No kidding. Uh, and they also showed the trailer for Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Oh, Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, I've, I saw the like the short, like it's a minute and a half trailer. I saw that. Yeah, that looks. I gotta tell you, anytime Brad Pitt is a little kooky, I'm in. Ah oh, man, I, listen, you Brad Pitt. Period. There's nothing. There's no version of Brad Pitt where I'm like, nah. I'm like, ooh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I want him cocky or kooky. I don't want him normal. Has he I ever like, been normal though? You know, 
Moneyball is a good example where he's, he's kooky. fine in he's Moneyball. Kooky. I thought he was kooky in Moneyball because he he's was a like, little kooky for baseball. He was awfully kooky for baseball. That's true. Yeah. All right, on to the pawn list. The next five didn't quite make the cut, but we like him anyway. First one, Mom makes ultimate magical sacrifice. Magical sacrifice. Oh no, I don't know. This is Harry Potter's mama. Oh right, yeah, yeah. What was her name? Yeah. I don't know. But if a force of infinite <laughs> evil is coming after you and your mom's willing to sacrifice herself and protect you in the most ultimate way. I'm trying to remember right now. So, Lily. It's Lily. Yeah, um, you got it. You got it. That was well done. I had Leah stuck in my head. I had the same, the same letter, the wrong word. Uh, anyhow, the, you know, what, what else can you possibly ask for? Right? Yeah. So. That's great. Okay. Uh, let's do... <laughs> eliminate William first part. Eliminate William first part. Yeah. Oh, Kill Bill Volume One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one's uh, the mom? So the bride. So Uma Thurman's character oh. is like it's a whole th- whatever. It's not a spoiler. I don't care. It came out in two thousand. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's known as the bride and the the whole journey has to do with motherhood and stuff. And it's nuts. And she's Uma Thurman in Kill Bill. So it's pretty, pretty dope. Very nice. Finds son tutor for game. Uh, Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher. And I, I would say a lot more about her. Actually, I think she's also a great mom in that she really was taking care of his emotional well-being the whole time. You know, she, she was looking out, making sure... When the, when the teacher was coaching him in a too harsh a manner, was like, get out of my house. She's a good mom. That's good. She's a good mom. I like it. Uh, let's do arachnid person high school dance. Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah. Aunt May. Aunt May. She's in my fast five. That's a mom, man. She's The only reason she's down there was I felt it was too close to a technicality. Nope. She's his mom. That's that's right, a mother that's enough. a mother role and she I don't care what he calls her that's mom dude <laughs> no problem best singing and dancing stepmom sound of music sound of music okay so noise of collective instrumentation was my five words for this and I just really liked that so I wanted to say it so this one I almost this was my Shawshank potentially okay because cool. I think if you just think about like the best stereotypically music, not musical, but like movie mom, who's the best at all. The, like, it's just, it's Maria Von Tra- That's it's Julie Andrews. Like she's all the, yep. basically she's, <laughs> she's basically Mary Poppins, but actually the mom. Right. Right. So like, I was like, I don't really want to talk about it a ton, but I could make an argument for, if you were going to say, if I could pick one mom from a movie that would like trump all the other moms she's got to be in the conversation for sure unless against aforementioned upcoming robot apocalypse in which case i'm all the way back to sarah Connor. back to sarah Connor. <laughs> okay because right. maria von trapp is getting her butt handed to her by oh, the killers she's got no shot bro none no shot yeah. okay. <laughs> okay next uh I have one last because we already used the other one I had. So this is 70s mom supports wannabe Italian. Oh, you just, it's my turn. 
No, you had... Oh, right. We both did it. Sorry. That's okay. All right. So 70s mom supports wannabe Italian. This has got to be Godfather? No. This is uh, Breaking Away. Oh, cute. I wouldn't have gotten the wannabe Italian thing because I immediately went to the mafia because I've been conditioned to do so. That's great. That's a really good pick. Yeah, that's fun. I, I just rewatched this a couple of weeks ago and realized like she really she she doesn't she also doesn't have a ton of scenes, but she she really plays a key role in that movie and like yeah. gluing the overall story together in a really nice way. And she's looking out for her husband and she's looking out for her kid. But she's also looking out for herself, right? She's taking she's she's taking care of herself along the way. And I think again in that seventies era, like good role model, good you know, also teaching him to be what he wants to be and like look out for his own stuff. And I can't stop talking about this movie. I want to rewatch it yet again. So good, so it. good. All right, I get two in a row now. So the first one okay. is four finger guitarist Spider Man. Django Unchained. No. Oh, because Django, I think Django Reinhardt is a four-fingered. That's true, but this is another one. Uh, four-fingered, so wait, what was the whole clue again? Four-fingered guitarist, Spider-Man. Um, something Parker, something Peter, something Webb, Charlotte's Webb. No, no. Uh, no. What? That would have been funny though if we picked Charlotte. That, that would have been, been a great pick. <laughs> what else? I have uh, Spider Man, Sticky, Parker, Marvel. All right, what is it? I'm going to groan here. I know there's a groan coming. Jerry Maguire. Wait, how does that clue work one more time? So, Toby Maguire. Oh, clever, clever boy. And Harry Garcia. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. So, Dorothy Boyd, Renelle Zaywiger. She's, listen, man, that's a good mom. Hustling, working hard, trying to make it work, falling in love. No, you're, cute you're right. You're right. Good mom. I just don't like her. No, I, listen, also don't like her. Like, <laughs> I, and it's, it's a, for me, it's a Renelle Zellweger problem, 100% in that role. But anyway. Next one, I'm gonna. I'm this one I like a lot. So nearly recognizable, almost famous. Yeah. So Elaine Miller, which is Frances McDormand, <laughs> oh. for the second time. <laughs> yeah. So she is overprotective, and there's a lot of like you know nuance and parenting, which is fine. However, she lets him go do all this stuff, man. Like he does get to go do all the stuff, and she's terrified about it, but like. That's good, too, because the opposite is Sarah Connor, which is, you know, you need during a robot apocalypse, but otherwise could be dangerous and lead to some poor decision making. No, it's a good one. And she sticks up for her kid and she's there for again. You're right, because you sort of she sort of sets the tone that she's going to be the overprotective, like not listening mother. And then she turns out not to be that. So exactly. That's a nice pick. I like that pick. Yeah. All right. What what, what what didn't we hit? Fast five. You got any, any other ones kind of lingering? I do. I've got the um, I've got the mom and the big sick. Oh, it's, oh, God. I'm mad I didn't think of that. That's a great pick. And that's a movie I made you watch. Yep. Uh, I had it. May. I have uh, ScarJo in Jojo Rabbit. Oh, two movies I made you watch, and I forgot both of them. Good for me. 
I had Mom and Gump, and then my last one, <laughs> this was just for fun, as uh, Jennifer Anderson and We're the Millers. Do you know what's funny? I actually thought of that. I, I, that's a great pick. That's funny. That's very funny. Uh, so the other ones that I have, uh, Queen Ramonda from Black Panther. Oh. Uh, Doris Mann or Shirley MacLaine from Postcards from the Edge. <laughs> which wow. Is a deep cut. Shout out Archie, uh, my friend Archie, who made me watch that movie. Laura Dern's character in Little Women. I think they just call her Mommy or Marmy or whatever. Uh, I actually, I didn't, I, that's the, is that the latest little woman it's, or it's the great, it's the Greta Gerwig one, which okay. Kayla. So I love Saoirse Ronan. Like I, I, everything she's ever been in since Hannah, I was like, dude, she's a monster. She's so good. It's just a great movie. I actually really like that movie. Uh, Aaron Brockovich. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. Not great to her kid, but also tr- 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 like training you to be this amazing, astounding person who stands up for the people who need you to stand up for. Uh, and then Bad Moms, Mila Kunis and Bad Moms. Huh. That's actually a really funny movie, and it's it's worth a shout out on a mom's episode because For she's sure. not a bad mom, which is the point. Har har har. Yeah, I had two that were like sort of in that. I I, I just couldn't put them on like great moms list. I had the uh, Goldie Hawn and Wildcats. She she does let her kids get into slightly too many shenanigans. Like she really isn't a great listener for a lot of the movies. She redeems herself, but she's not a great listener. Right. And um, Holly Hunter in Raising Arizona. I thought was a, was would have been a fun pick. That was on my. That was like an edge case. That was so. It's funny. Her and Aniston were both like those were funny. If I can sneak them in, yeah. I would do it. Um, and then there was one other one that just escaped me. That I really was like, oh, that's really funny. Nah, I'm not going to think of it. Whatever. We'll come back to it, or we won't. Who knows? Who knows? All right. So most importantly, uh, love your mom. Love your mom. Love people who are moms. Be nice to moms. Do nice things. Be good people. Uh, we are very excited to keep. We're, we're sorry we took a week off. We're, we're so happy to be back. Uh, we're about to hit summertime, which is like movie central. As Jeremy rattled off two amazing trailers. So if there's anything that you want Truth. us to be doing, uh, please let us know. We are about to kick off some Marvel stuff in the world, so maybe it's a good time to bring some Marvel stuff back. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe a little versus episode. Yeah, uh, and, and all I'm going to say. Zero spoilers and do your best to not read, see, hear, smell anything about Doctor Strange before you go see that one in the theaters because you got to go see in the theaters and that's all I'm going to say. You know what would be great? We should maybe we should do this. And I'm just going to say this. Actually, we're not going to do it. We have other stuff we're doing. We're busy. Somebody who knows how to internet, make a Chrome extension that's called Spoil Free. And just type in the words Doctor Strange so that anything that is Doctor Strange, just put a black box right on it so I can't see it. That would be – I honestly, I would I would love that. I want a preloading thing, actually. I want a thing – because there actually are a couple of plugins that do some of that kind of stuff. I want a thing that actually tells me be as I click on the link. Like, you know those pages where like Chrome will be like, this is unsafe. Are you sure yeah. you want to proceed? Like, I want that. I want that, like – warnings you might accidentally learn about dr strange are you sure you want to click through right because if you even go to like imdb by accident you might see something you know what i mean yeah but that's like i want it on social because like if you're on like the instagram or the not that i use instagram on chrome but like facebook like anything that says the words dr strange just redact i just want the whole thing redacted I told, I told, so I saw it last night at the midnight show. I, or no, the night, out at midnight. Uh, but my, my, 
my uh, 14-year-old's going to see it today with friends. And I was very clear in the morning. I was like, don't be on Discord, don't be on Twitter, and do not talk to people. Just just la 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 and I'm going to the movie. So I hope those I hope that directive is followed. And that's for you too, JT. Go tonight. Trust me. Like put a mask on and go see this movie at midnight. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'll do that. If not, uh, I'm sure I will see it probably the second that I can. And if you've got anything you want us to do in the next coming weeks, let us know. Otherwise, thanks for joining the Go Fight. Happy Mother's Day, y'all. Love you, Mom. I'm gonna knock you out. Mom said knock you out. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Locking my peers, putting suckers in fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom.